So I did two days straight of water fasting, no food. The goal was actually four days, and I had to stop. Let's talk about it. When they see me, they know that every day when I'm breathing, it's, it's, it's for us to go farther. You know, every time I speak, I want the truth to come out. You know what I'm saying? Every time I speak, I want to shiver. You know, I don't want them to be like, they know what I'm going to say because it's polite. They know what I'm going to say. And even if I get in trouble, you know what I'm saying? That ain't that what we're supposed to do. It's, I'm not saying I'm going to rule the world or I'm going to change the world. But I guarantee that I will spark the, the, the brain that will change the world. And that's our job is to spark somebody else watching us. We, we might not be the ones, but let's not be selfish. And because we're not going to change the world, let's not talk about how we should change it. I don't know how to change it, but I know if I keep talking about how dirty it is out here, somebody's going to clean it up. And now he's been promoted. His job, principal. What's going on, guys? This is Uchain Joku. <clears throat> Happy Thanksgiving. Um, I hope that you all had an amazing day. Um, I had a good day. Uh, spent time with the family. Um, unfortunately, um, what's going on here with my screen? Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. You know, this podcast life is very, very difficult. Okay, here we go. It's very difficult because I have multiple things happening here and I'm like, why does my screen look like that? But um, that's besides the point because those of you who are listening are probably thinking like, what is he talking about? But um, those of you who are watching, you do understand. So, um, Yes, today was a good day. Got to spend time with the, um, with the kids. My daughter was a little sick, so we had to take her to the ER, and that kind of sucked. But um, she's well, and she will get better. It's that time of the year, you know. Um, she started kindergarten, so she's exposed to a lot of stuff, especially being part of the um, pandemic generation that spend a lot of time away from others and other children. So um, I'm pretty sure those of you who have kids within that three to four, five, six, seven-year-olds, um, they're a little different, you know. Um, they need to be exposed more, but we also have to be very careful so that um, the immune systems are strong. But however, Thanksgiving was good. Uh, we're going to do an extension to tomorrow so she can have the full experience, her and her brother. But, um, but yeah, hope yours was good as well. So my two-day fast, let me tell you what happened. Um, you, I, The last post I did was at the beginning of my second day, which I made it through the second day, which was a good thing. However, the third day was Thanksgiving Eve, um, which um, I knew was going to be a problem, not because of my personal discipline, but it's because of the fact that we were having a Thanksgiving um, feasts at my school and the purpose was for us to break bread and this was our first annual potluck you know families brought food kids were excited and um, I didn't want to be that person saying I-, I can't eat I can't eat I can't eat and people asked me questions and so I I went ahead and broke my fast that day and um, strangely enough I didn't eat you'd have thought I'd have been like throwing down I really didn't. I had a little bit of mac, mac and cheese and I was like stuffed and I had a whole entire plate of food and I hate to be wasteful that I barely touched, but the food was delicious. Um, I, I big shout out to my families, to the teachers, to the students, everyone, because um, uh, outside of the water fast and all the other stuff, um, which is a topic of this conversation of this podcast, 
Um, I still have to touch base on leadership and on school community. One of the things that I I have probably done at every school I've been at since day one is have some kind of potluck, some kind of um, um, gratitude feast um, before we go on break for the Thanksgiving weekend. Recognizing that a lot of students, a lot of families don't really have enough, don't have a lot and don't have enough. And being able to create a space for those children and even families, you know, for the feast, we invite parents to come through as well um, and and support and also partake. So that's something that's always stayed with me. Um, growing up, um, didn't always have enough. Um, um, always had what we needed, but never quite enough, if you know that what I mean. So, you know, and I'm very grateful to my parents for what they were able to do and get us to a place that we are right now, all my siblings and the nieces and nephews, the grandchildren and all that. Um, but, you know, I know that a lot of my families have it worse. So just being able to do something like that is, is, an, is a good thing for them, for the community. And I'll do it every year that I'm out of school. I don't think, no, I've, no, I've only missed one year. Wow. One year um, was the pandemic, the pandemic year. Um, we missed that year because of, um, we weren't, we weren't on site, you know, and it bothered me because I was like, man, I, w- I wonder what kids are doing, what families are doing. But, um, it's one of those things where I, I think it's very easy to do. You know, you just call, you put out the call to action, to families, to teachers, to students. And we say, we're just breaking bread, you know, bring whatever you can. If all you can bring is one honey bun, listen, bring one honey bun. Um, I always show parents that, um, one of my favorite scriptures is um, when Jesus was, you know, traveling through the villages by Sea of Galilee and people following him and he was, you know, preaching and he had thousands of people with him. I think it was like 5,000 or 50, I don't say about 5,000, I don't think it was 50,000, but I don't remember what the number was, but I know it was a gang of people and they were all hungry and his disciples were like, man, all these people have been walking with us for days and they're hungry, what are we going to do? And, um, I believe he asked how much food do we have? And there was, I think like five pieces of fish or five, five loaves of bread or whatever it was, whatever it was, it wasn't enough to feed everyone, but he prayed over it. He blessed it and said, pass the basket and people take whatever they need. And by the time that the, the five fishers and the five loaves of bread made it through the thousands of people, there were multiple, there was so much food left. Like literally, baskets of bread baskets of fish and so much so plenty and it was um that was designated one of his miracles and um and i remember that story as a child and i always thought it was amazing but then i had a preacher that i heard once a sermon that i heard once that blew my mind and again not to say that this is what really happened or or disproves the miracle i don't know but i like the story better than the miracle because, because it doesn't take away from the miracle. It makes the miracle even more powerful. Because again, there was only five pieces of fish and five, five loaves of bread or whatever the number was that was presented as being what they had to feed the multitude. But as the basket went around, the preacher says, what happened was the fact that people saw that Jesus and his disciples were still willing to share the little that they had with everyone, that people... Start to take out, start to take out their stashes. 
Because back then, you I mean, to follow this crowd, you weren't just moving blindly. You knew it was coming. The news was coming like this man and most of the people were moving and you wanted to join them. What would you do? You know, you probably grab your coat, put some shoes on, grab some money. You know, back then, you probably just, maybe you might grab a loaf of bread with you, right? A couple of fish, pieces of fish and throw it in your bag. You know, back then, it was dry, dry, I think it was like dried fish, right? And you would have that just in case, right? Just make sure you have you have for yourself. And if everybody did that, that means everybody had food with them. But of course, people are going to act like they don't have because, you know, we're always trying to keep for ourselves and not share. You know, Not always, but, you know, sometimes you're like, man, there's a lot of people here. And I know I have food, but I know I don't have enough food for everybody. But if everybody had the same mentality and all of a sudden now, this act of kindness, this act of generosity, this act of gratitude, he blessed what they had and said, pass it. Let people take what they want. I can only imagine the first person who said, man, I feel so bad for holding on to what I have. Probably threw a, probably threw his loaf in there. She probably threw her fish in there, grabbed what she needed. And before you knew it, you had baskets and baskets and baskets. There was more than enough for everyone, probably for days. You know, and that's what I, I, I picture my potlucks that I have of my schools to be like. People who don't have much but they bring what little they do have, and it feeds the masses. It puts smiles on the face of children. It warms your heart. And at the end, there's so much left. And I'll tell you this, every year, there is so much food left, which is always crazy to me. And this, and it's so funny because on on um, Wednesday, when we were done, there was so much food left that we were trying to figure out, we were trying to figure out what to do with it, try and give it away. Fortunately, um, our community-based organization in the building was having a dinner that evening. So we gave them like probably enough food to feed another probably 20, 30, maybe 40 people. That's how much extra food we had. So we, we fed our 200 children, fed our staff of, of about 30. And um, then, then including the custodians and anybody else who was in the building, we fed people and then we had more left over. And this is a poor community. This is a community that doesn't have a lot, but it was enough that people pulled out of their coats, their breads, and their pieces of fish threw into a basket, and we had our own miracle. And every year we have a miracle, the day before Thanksgiving, of making sure we put smiles on the faces of our children, and um, we warm the hearts of those who are all connected to the community. Um, yeah, that was a long, long, long blabbing of my gums. Um, but yeah, so that's why I had to break the fast. And then, um, I had all intention for today to start all over again, but again, it's kind of a dumb intention because it's Thanksgiving and, you know, with the kids and, you know, they're babies. So they don't understand why daddy's not eating, but then I didn't even get to eat because we, we didn't get to, we didn't even get to cook because about the fact that, um, you know, my daughter was sick and had to go to the ER, but Tomorrow we're going to try it again, um, again for the children, right? So my goal is um, definitely on Saturday. Um, yeah, Saturday <laughs> is to um, start the fast again on Saturday and push that fast all the way through for four days. And this is what I plan to do. So. The first two days is going to be straight, straight just water fast. fast. Um, 
I am drinking coffee in the morning. Um, I know people say that's cheating, but for me, it's a necessity. That's how I get up in the morning and that's how I get my brain focused. And um, so I, I will have my coffee in the morning, <clears throat> just one large coffee. Then the rest of the day is going to be just water. And I have um, electrolytes. Uh, I think it's called Unlimited that I put a scoop in there. <clears throat> and the great thing about the, this particular brand, I'll just put, even put any kind of electrolytes. And, and the goal is for it to be zeroed out, no sugar and no sodium, just, just you know, I mean, yeah, I, I think, no, I'm sorry, I think it has to have sodium for electrolytes, but none of the bad stuff. Put it in there. And I find myself, maybe because I'm not eating, I'm the need to have the oral satisfaction of having something happening with your mouth, whether you're chewing or drinking, that I find myself drinking way more water, especially with electrolytes in there. So that's something that that I that I saw in the past those two days that really helped. So if I I mean I wasn't hungry, but I was sipping the whole entire day, and I, I got two two large canisters, two and a half large two and a half large canisters of water. Um, so I, I, know, I know I definitely got my gallon in. So, um, so that, so that's for two days. Then your third day, um, you can have, uh, same thing, water, but bone broth. So there's a, there's a, um, very clean chicken bone, bone, um, bone broth that is, you know, very low sodium and all that stuff. And, um, and in the morning, I would literally just pour the bone broth into a bowl and warm it up in it's a soup. Then do my water, and then probably sometime. Um, and the reason I would do it in the morning because during the day, I don't have the capacity to wait and warm stuff up and eat. Like, I just don't do that at work. So I just drink my water throughout the day. Then in the evening when I get home, I'll do the same thing, another bowl of the bone broth, and I do that for two, two, two additional days. And that's the four-day fast. And, um, and... When I get to my fourth day, I'm, I'm going to then assess and figure out what I want to do next. Um, I've been wanting to go on a high protein, um, very clean um, chicken breast, and then um, just broccoli and high and, and vegetables with high micronutrients um, to really push my body to um, burn in all the necessary stuff. And something like something like this, I probably do like for like maybe two, three, maybe four days, then do another four-day fast, go into a cycle. Because one thing I know right now is, I know for a fact, it is doable. It is so doable. Um, most people complain that at some point in time you hit that wall, like your third day, where you're, 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 and it's only for a couple of hours where your body is like going through withdrawal and all that stuff. But um, a lot of people I've spoken to who've done this are saying like, it's not that bad. Some people say it's bad. But once you get past that, you're like, clarity and things are like, you know, quite amazing. So, um, again, I've done these fasts before, not like this one. I've done like juice fasts. I feel like juice fasts because of the, the vegetables and the, the fruits and the sugar in there, it, it kind of keeps you going. But in this case, this is just water and then just like the electrolyte powder and water and the bone broth on the last two days. And, and the, the bone broth, you're going to do it twice a day. Um, so, um, that's the plan there. One of the things that um, there's a lot of benefits, so many, so many, so many benefits for doing this. But the one thing that really got my attention, I kept on coming across this, is that when you fast and 
and you let your body get to a point of where it starts to kind of like create its own energy. It has to burn cells. It has to take matter with it's already within your body fats, things like that, and and burn those things off for fuel. And you know when it's burning it off, it's killing. And if that thing is is a living entity, it's killing it off as well. So like cancer is one of the things that um that I came across over and over again, saying that that like water fast has the ability to um to kill to kill cancer cells up to seventy percent of cancer cells. And I thought it was interesting because um, I found this um, because you know that's that's one of the things we know that's a constant threat with all of us. Um, and I did a Google and it says here slowing cancer growth. It's that fasting may reduce glucose levels in the blood, making it harder for cancer cells to grow. Cancer cells feed on glucose, consuming it at a much higher level than normal cells do, which is interesting because if you have what is, what is glucose? It is sugar. A lot of our foods, not just like sweet stuff. Like, like I won't lie, I'm, I'm, I've been putting my sugar, putting that sugar in that coffee, and um, like I said, I will be doing coffee, but there'll be no sugar in there. It will just be black coffee. But the sugar, the sweeteners, then only that. There's a lot of foods that we consume that has sugars, you know, in there. Whether it's cornstarch, high fructose cornstarch syrup, or whatever the thing may be. But a lot of our processed foods has sugar in it. And if you look, if you look at it, even sometimes our tomatoes in the can, look in there, sugar in there. These are things that, like, you know, we're addicted to sweets. But my question is, are we addicted to sweets or is the is the cancer in our bodies, the the potential cancer that's what's pushing us to consume so much sugar? And what, what, is it that we, what is it that we're feeding in our bodies that will eventually come back to bite us in the butt? So, um, so that's one of the reasons that I'm, um, that I'm really um, trying to make this into a, a habit, a, a lifestyle. Um, at 47 years old, with a three and a half year old and a five year old, um, I'm trying to be here as long as I can. And um, and it's funny because if you know these things are, are risks and dangerous, and there's danger all around us all the time, why don't we do what we need to do to make sure that we minimize the risk? Um, yeah. I got. I just got to add one more thing before I leave. Before I close close out, I saw a um, a video with um, the amazing honorable, like just man, Dick um, Dick, Dick um, Gregory. He was a comedian, actor, writer, activist, and he, and he talks about fasting. He talks about how when you tell people you're fasting, people start going crazy and say is that healthy? You know, talk to your doctor. You know, make sure you get your doctors where, you know, all these different things. Then he makes a point that I thought was hilarious. He says, yeah, people tell you do all that, but are they, are they, are they checking with the doctor when they're drinking? Are they checking with the doctor when they're smoking? Are they, are they checking with the doctor when you're having, you know, that, what they know to be uh, that, you know, triple, quadruple cheeseburger that they know is not healthy. No, and nobody's checking with the doctor for those things. But you say you're fasting, all of a sudden people are like, ooh, go see, make sure you see a doctor before you do that, which is funny because, again, it speaks to the fact that we often hide behind medicine, you know, when we're faced with things that can actually help us, that is outside of the traditional thought process around health. So, um, but yeah, um, so I'm going to try this again. I'm sharing this, and I'm sharing this with all of you. 
especially my school leader, uh, my school leadership friends out there who who listen to me. Those of you who are friends in real life, and those of you who are friends where we're friends and not in each other's heads, um, we gotta be healthier. You cannot run a school, you cannot run a classroom, you cannot, you know, make impact in the community if you're not healthy. Because at the end of the day, the goal is to make sure that our community, our classrooms, and our schools are healthy. You know, whether it's you know, um, organizationally, you know, um performance-wise, or even, you know, social-emotional, and of course, physically, like all the children and their parents and their teachers are physically healthy. And, um, but that can't be if the leader is not healthy, if the leader is not exemplifying good health, because at the end of the day, guess what? You're a role model. You know, the best and most successful schools and school communities always speak to their their principles and their system principles and the leadership. But if the leadership is not healthy, then what are you really doing this for? Because again, you can have all the greatest scores in the, in the world, but if the children who are mimicking, who are following you, um, are, are positioned to not live very long because they don't, they have not seen healthy habits. That's a, that's a problem. You know, that's a big problem. But all right, guys is it is Thursday night. And, um, I don't know what time it is. What time is it? Uh, it's about ten thirty. So I probably should be getting myself into the space of getting some good rest, so um, I can have a good day tomorrow and then start my fasts um, on Saturday. Um, but again, I appreciate you all. I appreciate all the likes and all the DMs and all the uh, questions. I really do appreciate it, and you guys are motivating me to keep creating content. I know I, I have spans on weeks where I, where I, that's nothing. It's hard running a school. <laughs> I'm telling you, even though this is my third school, it's, this junk this junk is hard. And um, I put a lot of my attention and my energy in that space and try try to find balance as well with my family. So, with that being said, um, thank you so much. And I appreciate y'all, and um, I'll talk to you soon. Be well. Hello, dear listeners of the Sneaker Principal Podcast, Uchain Joku here. Today, I bring you an open invitation, a free 30-minute coaching session where you explore your leadership challenges and device-tailored strategies together. To join, first, subscribe and follow this podcast. Second, share a leadership challenge by leaving a comment under this episode. And third, email uche.njoku at tsbmediapub.com. Again, that's uche, U-C-H-E, dot njoku, N-J-O-K-U, at tsbmediapub.com with free coaching session in the subject, your username and contact details. And if you wish to dive deeper after our session, Join our low-cost, ongoing coaching program designed to solidly support your leadership journey. Embrace this opportunity, esteemed leaders, and let's forge a future where you and your leadership sparkles in every school corner. In solidarity, thank you for being part of our community. Until next time.